Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I'm super excited to have a very special guest here with us today. (laughs) I think we just had a longer conversation than we're going to have a podcast episode together, but it's all fun because we just, we get along so well and she's just great to talk to and she's doing some really, really amazing things uh, specifically for women in the, uh, in the entrepreneurial space. So her name is Christy Metcalf and in 2002, she did the unthinkable. She swerved from the perfectly designed corporate plan and made the leap from employee to entrepreneur by starting her first consulting company, CEO Learning Systems, as it was called. Her mission was simple, help organizations perform better and make more money by developing, aligning, and coaching their most important asset, which is their people. In 2018, she co-founded her second business, Two Smart Girls is what that's called, and it aims at helping corporate women successfully transition to entrepreneurship. Using everything she learned over the last 20 years in business, she equips them with the right mindset, tools, and support to make the leap from corporate cube to CEO. You can find more about her at twosmartgirls.com. That's the number two, smartgirls.com. And you can also connect with her on LinkedIn. She's very accessible there. So you can grab that link in the show notes. Go and find her and connect with her on LinkedIn and reach out Reach out to her. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Such it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's great to have you. I always like chatting with like-minded people. And I love what you're doing in the in the entrepreneurial space, specifically with women, helping them get into that. Because in today's world, you know, being an entrepreneur, I think, is something that if it's something you're really wired for, it's the best, it's the best way to go. I mean, there's more opportunity today, I think, than there ever was before. I know one of the things we talked about was that business really hasn't changed that much at its core over the past however many years. But I think um, you know, business itself hasn't changed, but I think there's more opportunity within that space. Would you agree? I would totally agree. Yeah. And I think that many times we can get blinded by the noise that's out there. So when we talk about things haven't changed, you know, it's still about relationships. It's still about building no like, and trust about somebody is giving you and investing in your company with their money that they've worked hard for. But I think the accessibility of social media and, you know, podcasts and you don't have to be a superstar to to have any of these things. You can be an ordinary person has really opened up the opportunity and the availability for people to really go after their dreams, which has not happened in the past. Are you saying that I'm not a superstar? (laughs) You are a superstar. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I I agree 110% and more so in today's world than ever. Can, does someone have an opportunity to actually, you know, 
live the you know contribute the way they're meant to contribute and live the life that they that they desire to live and i think it's it's a really big opportunity uh for a lot of people and that's why what you do is so beneficial and so needed in today's world but one of the things i want to ask you is from where you sit today kind of tell us the story of how you got there because it says in your bio you did the unthinkable so tell us about that and how you got to where you sit today I did do the unthinkable. So I like to say that I had an arranged career from the time I was about 10 or 11 years old. My parents mapped out this perfectly designed plan. I was going to be the first one, first generation to go to college on both sides of my family. And then I was going to go go land this corporate job that would provide the security and the safety net that they had always dreamed about. And really like the rest would come, right? 2.5 children, get married, have a house and retire after 35 years. And I followed that plan explicitly. I was an overachiever. I'm an only child. I aim to deliver. And I went to college. I got the corporate job. I moved up the ranks. I landed my dream job, which was in corporate America headquarters. And I was training and developing brand new salespeople who were coming right out of school. And I, I really thought I had hit the jackpot. Like this was the dream that I had dreamed about. And four years into that, I was burned out. I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I felt very lost and confused. And um, my husband said, well, why don't you start a company? And at that point, that had never been even brought up to me. I had not known any entrepreneurs. No one I had known had ever started a company or been self-employed. And I looked at him and I said, is that allowed? Can people just start a company? And he was like, of course they can. You hire consultants. You're good at what you do. You can be a consultant that other companies hire. And that really for the first time, planted a seed in my mind that I had never even considered or thought about. And I would love to tell you that my family and my friends were supportive about it. They weren't. It was 20 years ago. They thought I was crazy for leaving security, you know, this track that I was on to really get the corporate office with the windows and be this high-level manager. And it was not what I wanted. My dream consisted of wearing flip-flops and saying yes to the things I wanted to say yes to and no to the things I didn't want to say yes to. And it really started this journey. And I would love to tell you that it was easy. It wasn't. I was scared to death to sell myself. And here I was training brand new salespeople. I had sold for eight years of my career. But it was really hard to, to really understand the value that I brought of how I could help people, how I could help organizations and companies, and to put myself out there and say, hey, I'm worth you buying from me. Not from a company, not a product that a company produced, but from me. And that journey turned into 20 years of working with some of the most famous and recognizable brands like Boeing Airplanes, Safe Flight Autoglass, Justice for Girls, the Limited Corporation, and these amazing companies where, you know, when I took the sign off the doors, they were the same issues and problems at every organization that I could help them with. Let me ask you this question. Let's rewind for a minute. And you, when you made this transition, you said your friends and family weren't super supportive. They just really didn't understand. Yep. So, when you're in that position and you're making this leap and the people closest to you aren't very supportive, how did that affect you and how did you get over it? Because you have to think that, you know, these people that are close to you. They're not being non-supportive because they dislike you or want you to fail. They're trying to protect you because they care about you. Right. And that's kind of the, the, that's kind of what makes it hard, right? It's like, maybe they see something I don't, or maybe they're, right. you know, you have that little voice in your head. How did you get over that? And how did you, you know, move forward this, this, in spite yeah. of Yeah. 
That's a great question because, you know, I think 20, now that I look, can look back on 20 years, I know that all of the things that they said and the lack of support was really about their fears and concerns that they have for themselves, right? It was about them, not about me. And I found that I had to sort of distance myself from that because I needed to be around people who supported and believed in my future and not just what I had done in the past. And that is one of the things that we tell new entrepreneurs that we work with, that those people are there. They do love you. They do support you. They do want the best for you. They don't want you to fail. And yet they can't see where you're going, right? They only see that you that has gotten to this point today, they cannot envision the you that's going to take off and go in the future. And so I had to align and surround myself with people who were entrepreneurs, who knew what the dream was, who could collaborate, support, encourage, uh, mentor in many times, but I had to accept that that wasn't going to come from my family and my friends. And I had to pull away from them and say, okay, they're there for another reason and to help me in other ways. But this new business journey, I had to find the people that could take me along on that one. I think what you just said is so important. And I kind of want to reiterate that because, you know, I heard one of the, my favorite definitions of an entrepreneur I heard as I was listening to a podcast and it was defined as the ability to see the future better than it is with zero evidence that it will ever be that way. And I think that's very true because as an entrepreneur, you have to, you won't take action and you won't step out and do the things to grow and do the things necessary. If you don't really believe that things can be a certain way or can at least move in a certain direction. But as someone from the outside, they don't see that vision that you have and they don't see that they're only looking at evidence. You're looking at possibility. That's right. And if you yeah. just see evidence, it takes away possibility because according to physical evidence, you can only have what you already have. That's right. And I think that people live in evidence every single day. I have done this. I have performed this. I have gotten to a senior manager level. That's all I'm capable or qualified for when it's the possibility that is lacking, right? The possibility of what you could do with that information, those skills, those assets, that training, that education, you could change the world. But they they stay very rooted in the evidence of, I can only get this far because I've only gotten this far. And when people talk about evidence-based things like, oh, you know, well, you started here, you went and got a college education, and then you started your job. And you, how could you become an entrepreneur when the highest you ever were was a training manager? Well, because I saw the possibility and the vision of what it could become, and I have traveled all over the world, worked with amazing companies that I never thought that I would be working with, all because of the possibility of doing that. I think at, the, at this point, too, in our conversation, and when you're making that shift, the question is less about is less about what's really possible and more about what are you willing to do? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what it comes down to, right? I think like, you know, as human beings, we have, we don't know it are, if we even have a capacity, like there's so many, like, look at the, what was it? The um, 10 minute mile, right? right. It was such a, like, that's impossible. And then it gets broken. And now hundreds of thousands of people mm -hmm. do it. Like within that first year, there were so many people that did it. And it's like, you know, so we don't know what, the real potentials or capabilities are of being a human right. being, but it comes down to the question of what are you willing to do? Are you willing to go through the steps necessary to become the type of person that right. does the thing you want to do? Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, 
being an entrepreneur and a successful entrepreneur, there's nothing special about it. I know that people are like, where's the manual? What are the 10 steps? What do I have to do? There's none of that, right? It all comes from this internal drive of, are you willing to do what other people are not willing to do? Are you willing to work nights and weekends? Are you willing to put yourself out on a video on Facebook Live? Are you willing to make a podcast, right? And open yourself up to the judgment of other people of saying, oh, well, she's not as good as somebody else. Or, oh, look at look at her on that video. Because that's all what we're all fearful of. We're fearful of that judgment and that shame that somebody else will give. And yet we put ourselves out there over and over and over. And I truly believe the ones who make it are just the ones that keep doing it and don't give up. There's nothing special about them at all. I agree. Well, I think there's something special about everyone because we're all unique. Yeah. So as, <laughs> as a human being, we're talking about within the context of the market, right? Yes, the, we are. The, the entrepreneur market value. But yeah, I think that as human beings, we're all, as human beings, we're all infinitely valuable. But as far as the market goes, what are you willing, what are you willing to do? Right. And with that, I do think that we're all unique individuals. In fact, when I work with brand new entrepreneurs, we talk about their secret sauce and the fact that no one else has the same secret sauce that they do. You know, on this planet, there are seven and a half billion people on this planet, but you're the only one with your thumbprint. You are the only one with your set of skills and expertise and education and life experiences that make you who you are. And that is what you bring to your business. And I think we're so afraid to own that and to say, I'm different and I'm special and I'm unique, but it's the very thing that will make your business a success. I agree 110%. And I, this is a topic I absolutely love talking about. And I can't wait to pick up the conversation with you on the next episode. You promised, Christy's promised to come back for round two. It's going to be a lot of fun. I want to remind people that they can find you, Christy, at twosmartgirls.com. That's the number two, smartgirls.com. And we're going to talk about two smart girls more on the next episode as well. But you can also connect with her on LinkedIn. So go to LinkedIn. You can grab that link from the show notes. Find Christy Metcalf. Connect with her. She'd love to have a conversation with you. Christy, thank you so much for being here, and I can't wait to pick it up on the next show. Thanks, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.